0: Hello, 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 everyone. I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks With Johnny. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. I hope wherever you are in the world, you are safe and healthy. These are crazy times. There's no way around it. 2020 so far has been quite a shitty year, and uh, I hope it gets better. But as of right now, the, the, this is going to be looked back at as a, a pretty shitty time in our, in our history books. Um, a lot of crazy things have been going on, uh, especially over the last week. And I don't, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't have the answers. Uh, I feel very badly for the people affected um, in in our community here in America. It's absolutely horrible, um, and we got to realize that we're all one community. Hopefully soon, and hopefully that is what comes out of this. Um, I don't really, uh, I don't have all the facts. That's why I don't want to, I, I don't want to speak out of turn here. All I know is that I, I that a travesty happened and uh, an innocent life uh was taken again by a police officer um who shouldn't have been there in the first place um it's it's just downright awful there's no excuse for it um and what's come out of it in the recent days uh here is it's just crazy man i i i understand the frustration i t- i truly do and i, I I support everybody, um, in what they want to do for everything, but it's just, uh, it's just such a shitty time. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't overstate that enough, that the history books are going to be writing everything that we're doing here, and God, it's just, it's not going to look good. Um, but yeah, I, I digress. At least there was one good thing that came out of this weekend and that was the spacex nasa launch i don't know if you guys saw it uh i certainly did i watched it live with my son and wife uh such that's a cool time in history Uh, first time from american soil we've been able to put uh, astronauts up in space again in nine years that's really cool and the really cool thing is that we didn't have to pollute the air in the process Elon Musk and and the team at SpaceX uh, successfully were able to bring the rocket back for reuse Um, and that's a fantastic thing that's a that's a huge thing I'm a kind of a space geek in some respects I don't pretend to know everything but uh, I definitely was excited to see that I hope everyone got a chance to if you didn't go check it out it was really cool especially having uh, the technology that we have now uh, with camera angles and everything like that it was just It was something very cool to me, um, and that is going to be a good mark on our history. That'll be one thing out of 2020 I think we could hang our hats on uh, here in America and be like, oh, that was a really cool thing that happened. Um, So I'm going to get into this episode was with, uh, this is actually from our live, Drinks with Johnny live uh, episodes that I've been doing under this uh, quarantine and pandemic. Uh, which is starting to look on the up-and-up, it looks like. Uh, a lot of places are slowly opening, which is great. But there are people who are still badly affected and still reeling from this pandemic. One of those is the Tau Group uh, Hospitalities. The, a lot of the servers and uh, bartenders, almost 5,000 people had to be laid off or put on unpaid leave. So I teamed up with celebrity chef Chris Santos to help the Tau Group uh, the Tao Relief Fund Employee Relief Fund COVID-19 <laughs> Relief Fund it's a lot to say uh, but it's a great organization if you head to this thisischrisantos.com uh, slash auction I put up a bass that I signed that was played on our last tour an um, Avenged Sevenfold uh, the Stage World Tour and that's up for auction if you have the means to bid on it, cool. And uh, there's a lot of other things that you can bid on that range from a variety of prices. But if that's still not something you can do, you could go to taugroupcom slash Cares. And that is a place where you can just put in any dollar uh, amount that you are able to uh, help support these people that uh, are living day to day. Chris has had to pay for some funerals. He had a bout with the, with the coronavirus himself for about four weeks. Um, Just real bad stuff all around came out of this pandemic, and I just wanted to help and see what we could do here at Drinks with Johnny to help raise some money to help some people that uh, are less fortunate in these times. Uh, So uh, we did a little live show last Tuesday to kick this off. Um, Then we did one on Thursday with Jamie Josta, and then uh, we have on tomorrow night it will be uh, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorms coming on. Um, each of these people are going to be adding uh, something to the auction site so you just want to keep going back there and checking out what new items and then lastly on Thursday 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 at 4 we're going to be joined by Robert Trujillo live Uh, on the YouTube channel. That's right, there's a Drinks With Johnny YouTube channel. If you're listening to this now and you didn't know that, head over to YouTube and type in Drinks With Johnny. Make sure you subscribe there so you don't miss any of these videos. We've been going live uh, the entire pandemic, the entire quarantine, um, just to kind of give you guys some extra content. I know that uh, uh, a little swerve from reality is probably something you want right now. And uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Thank you so much. If you don't already subscribe to this podcast click the subscribe button and uh, leave me a comment let me know what you think about it uh shit i'm having fun with it i'm gonna do it whether you like it or not this is a fun podcast for me i'm getting to meet and learn about a lot of cool people from all different walks of life we got a lot of cool ones coming up for you um this one we just took from the live episode with chris santos that is up on the drinks with Johnny youtube channel and you can go check that out Uh, But I wanted to give you guys this audio uh, from our conversation and set up the uh, auction uh, that is up now. You will hear me say it several times to that. It's kind of a a fundraiser episode. So if you can, please, if you have the means, please help out this great cause. If not, just tell somebody who somebody who may have the means. Uh, This is a great cause. A hundred percent of the proceeds are going to this foundation that is helping people who are, week to week day to day uh not able to put food on their on their uh table so hopefully this helps them out in some way and hopefully you can help out in your way and without further ado i bring you drinks with johnny live with chris santos What's up everybody i am johnny christ and this is drinks with johnny live thank you so much for checking out the show we've got a special one for you all here tonight um we're gonna announce what we've been working on with my friend chris santos who's about to join me on the show first i just want to thank you all so much for being here and thanks to all the frontliners and everybody doing their best to keep us safe and healthy in these uncertain times and thanks to sweet drop cbd oil there's a lot of things about uh cbd oil out there that I'm not gonna get into right now. Just go over to SweetDrop.com. They have everything there. They don't, they're not bullshitting you about what, what's in their product. It's a really good product. And if you use the promo code Johnny, you'll get 20% off your next order. I'm about to take some right now. Just kind of start this thing off, you know? Like I said, a lot of misnomeries mis- about CBD or cannabis oil. This stuff is good, and they got all the information there at SweetDrop.com. Use promo code Johnny. You get 20% off. All right, now, as I said, we have a special episode. Um, Today, we're joined by celebrity chef Chris Santos, and we're about to announce, I'm just gonna get him on right now, and we're gonna talk about what we've been working on for the last month. So, without further ado, I bring you Chris Santos. How you doing, man? Oh, wait, 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 I don't have your audio.
1: You got me? Yep, there it is. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How hey, are you, we're brother?
0: live and doing this virtually. This shit's gonna happen, right?
1: <laughs> no, I know it's gonna, right? But uh, with no delay, though, you can hear me fine?
0: Oh, I can hear you good, man. We're all good.
1: Beautiful. Great to see you, my
0: man. Great to see you. Let's, let's start this off first. But I want to ask you, uh, how's everyone doing in your camp, man?
1: I mean, you know, health-wise, it, 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 we're doing okay. Um, you know, I actually struggled early with this. I actually, I, I tested positive for, for coronavirus way back at the uh, end of February, early March, and I was, I was pretty sick for a while, but I'm completely recovered. Tested negative twice since, so thank God for that. Um, You know, most of of my friends and family are doing well. Uh, The biggest problem we're facing is, you know, I have a huge restaurant company. I'm I'm a a partner in a huge restaurant company and um, we've had to lay off uh, like almost 5,000 people. Um, And a lot of them, I do consider family. I mean, I consider all of them family, Um, but some of them have been literally with working side by side with me for 20 years. So they literally are like family. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to do everything we can to help them out and uh, I appreciate you. Uh, We'll explain to everybody that's watching what's happening, but I really appreciate you um, stepping up really in a huge way for me and, and my work family so that we can uh, try to help them out.
0: Yeah, so man, much anything respect. we can do to help you, man. I, I, it's funny, um, we were in talks before about you coming on the show uh, as, a, as a regular guest without all this stuff that we're gonna talk about here in a second. But obviously with everything that happened, that this couldn't happen, that that episode couldn't happen yet. But we still gotta have you down the line. I wanna have you in person at some point. Down the line, 100%. we gotta do
1: that. We got be real quick.
0: Mm. Yep. So, before we go into the Tau group um that we're that we're getting into, let's 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 do a little icebreaker here. Uh you are kind of an, an ambassador of Jaegermeister, is that correct?
1: I am. my official title was uh, Chefmeister. Chefmeister. <laughs> um, but it. I've been working I've been working with Jaegermeister since 2013. Um, the first year they put me on the, um, the Mayhem Festival, which was great, I got to go on tour for three weeks and do a bunch of fun stuff on stage and off stage. Um, and <laughs> I've just been working with them for a long time now and um, they, they do great things for, for our work family. Um, they've got, uh, they're they're, 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 they're going to be um, contributing to this as we get into it a little yep. bit more. Um, and uh, we'll be talking a little bit about them. They're sort of the unofficial official sponsors of uh, the next couple of drinks with Johnny. Yes, so, they are. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Which is fantastic. Um, uh,
0: so, w- well, I bring it up to to, to tell everyone that uh, we we exchanged emails today about what kind of drink we're going to make. You you told me about this drink that I've never had before. Um, we got a title for it. It's the Jägermeister Cold Brew Old Fashioned. Yes. <laughs> so. I've never heard of this or what. I had to run down to Total Wine to get some of these ingredients. Um, Why don't you take me through how we're going to make this drink together?
1: Sure. Well, uh, Jägermeister Cold Brew. I'm going to show yep, the bottle I got here. got that. Yep. It's, it's not full because I've been drinking it today. <laughs> um, <but laughs> the Jägermeister Cold Brew is a brand new a product. It's probably been on store shelves uh, for about two months now. You can find it anywhere. Uh, get it on Grizzly, whatever. Um, it is literally it's the Jäger with a touch of coffee and cacao, and it is absolutely delicious um, on its own. Um, I'm actually drinking it on its own over a rock, which okay. I which I like. But it really makes some great cocktails as well, and it really makes a really interesting Old Fashioned. So. All you want, all you really going to going to want to do is mix one part dark rum, dark rum uh, of your choice. What what would be your choice of dark rum, John?
0: Uh, I just went into Sailor Jerry. I did. I, okay. it, was, it was that works day. perfect.
1: Yep. So that you know, equal one part to one part of the cold brew.
0: Okay. So um, what, you, so you're saying like, I usually do like when I'm making cocktails, I usually have the liquor somewhere between two to four ounces. So would you that? Yeah. Like two to two maybe here.
1: I would say it's up to you. Probably somewhere in the middle is the sweet spot. Okay, Maybe perfect. The three ounce. And you're okay, going to yeah. do this all on the glass. It's going to be in a rocks glass. You're going to just stir everything. This is um, this is a stirred drink, not a shaken drink. Um, perfect. And you're just going to add, uh, you, you know, like I said, if you, so if you're going to do that one and a half ounces of each, um, you're going to do um, about, uh, what would that be? You, you want we you want about a quarter part of simple syrup. So okay, cool. you're talking about uh, roughly what is that? Um, a little less than half an ounce of the simple syrup okay somewhere between a little bit a little bit yeah north i don't, I don't of, like to uh, use
0: a lot of simple quarters. syrup anyway so i mean any like small amounts kind of what i would go with
1: yeah i would go i would i would air to, closer towards the quarter ounce anyway because the cold brew does have natural sweetness of, coffee, of course okay cool my and rhode island go, accent my, is coming i out. made I'm, my I'm sure uh, sure uh, see these words
0: <laughs> i made my simple syrup <laughs> that's always sounds funny when you're a guy and you talk about making your simple syrup it sounds yeah. a little dirty <laughs>
1: Gotta and have uh, it
0: though. You gotta have it. Yeah, I I learned how to make simple sort by doing this show. Actually, this equal parts sugar, water, bring it to a boil, cool it down. It's super. I guess that's where it gets its name, simple.
1: Got you exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I got about a half ounce of that in there. Push that aside. Don't need that anymore. Okay. Now what's next? The bitters. Oh, uh, you start. Going?
1: You're, so you're gonna you're gonna um, add a, add a big cube if you have it. I mean, yep. ideally a big nice cube. Oh, um, I got I got one of those. I made sure I had one for display just in case, because I'm going to be using that as well. Um, I got got my spear. You see that? Take a look. I got mine too. Perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I just spilled a shit ton, but that's okay.
1: That's okay. Feels like a real bar. Exactly, right? (laughs)
0: Yes. It is a real bar. (laughs) (laughs) all right cool so let's do what's next am I stirring or am I adding the bitters what are we doing
1: just you just uh, you can you'll add your bitters yep just a dash
0: okay I actually had to find chocolate bitters so oh really I didn't I didn't have I have so many uh, different bottles of bitters but I didn't have chocolate and I had to find these little tiny ones I couldn't find a full bottle
1: Well, that's gonna—that's part of my um part of my goal over the next two weeks is to put you on scavenger hunts each week for ingredients you've never used before.
0: <laughs> I, I love it. It gives me it gives me an excuse to get out of the house
1: a little bit. these Yes. Times. Yeah. <laughs> the chef in me can't help it. Um, yeah. So you're just gonna add a, a add some ice, give it a stir, and then um, garnish with a lemon and orange peel. I mean, it's that simple.
0: Now when you say peel. Uh, you mean kind of like a like the rind? Yeah, just the rind, right? Like not a. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna stir that a little bit. Just the rind. And then I'll garnish those. I actually have a little cheater. Uh, I don't know if you have one of these too to, to zest your lemons and stuff. That works, or, that works. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you don't need that considering you're, you know your way around a knife pretty well, but for- uh, I
1: do, I do. <laughs> I do, but the beautiful- guys like me, cooking, I don't, I don't, yeah. Yeah, the beautiful thing about cooking uh, and or making drinks is, you know, you can air here and there a little bit and. No one really notices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why right, not cool. a pastry chef? If, when you do pastry, you have to do everything exact. Can't do that's that.
0: That's what I heard. Yeah, all the baking, that's gotta be tough.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so here it is. Let's 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 see what, what this is all about. Cheers, man. That's pretty fucking good. It's good, right? It's different. It's definitely different. It's, it's a little sweep, it, like it kinda, that chocolate and coffee Mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a a cold irish coffee in a way it kind of ta- has that taste to it a little bit yeah
1: yeah yep i can see that
0: it's really good i'm digging it yeah. man thank you for uh introducing me to a new drink Abs- and thanks Absolutely. to jägermeister yeah. for for uh uh sending us all this stuff and being pretty much the sponsor of these next few shows let's get into what we've yeah. been alluding to the whole time uh you mentioned that you had a, had a bout with uh, the coronavirus tested positive and you were sick for quite a while. Um, so yep. I know that this affects you personally, as well as you mentioned your, your entire work family, right? And yep. uh, you mentioned there's close to 5000 people that had to be let go um, amidst this coronavirus. And in an effort to help those, instead of just ha- making them peace out and everything like that, and hopefully you can bring them back. But in, in the interim, we're going to help try to raise some money. For the tau group um, <clears throat> uh, dot com, the tau cares, uh, and that's that's where we kind of started talking, right? We we're like, hey, yep. I wanted to do something to help out. It just so happened that you already had this charity and fund ready to go. The, the tau cares COVID nineteen employee relief fund, which is a lot to say, but it means a lot too. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yes. I've right. been saying it for a couple of weeks and, and or more and it's still a mouthful. But yeah, and you know, for everyone listening out there, it's important to note that you know I didn't go to Johnny with this. Johnny came to me, which I think is so great. I mean, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, of course, um, man. But yeah, just to just to give a just a brief overview. You know, we operate um, uh, over fifty restaurants and nightclubs in uh, New York City, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Chicago, um, as well as Singapore and Sydney, Australia. And we had to shut down all of them. Um, yeah. So we employ we employ over five thousand people. About forty-six hundred of them. Um, oops, I just oh, go. About forty-six hundred of them. Uh, we had to we had to furlough or lay off, and unfortunately, um, about half of those still have not received an unemployment check because the unemployment system is so, so backed back up, up, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, no no disrespect to the to to, to the unemployment agency either. How did they, how could they see this coming? But they just weren't prepared for the sheer numbers, and so so. Um, you know, we have a lot of employees that are the backbone of what we do. Um, and, uh, and you know, so a lot of them are having trouble feeding their family, paying their rent. So we established the the Child Cares COVID-19 Employee Relief Fund uh, to raise money for our work family. Um, and when I say family, I really mean it. We, we have a very tight-knit company, um, which might sound a little bit strange considering we're all over the map, but we are really tight-knit. And, um, and you know, a lot of, like I said before, a lot of the chefs, cooks, and uh, dishwashers that work directly with me on a day-to-day basis. Some of them have been with me since the nineties. Um, so if you can imagine, they're very, very close to me. And, um, you know no one really could prepare for this um for, for this and so some of them many of them you know had savings but they've blown through their savings or they're or they're about to and um some of them can't pay rent or have to choose between rent and, and what groceries they're going to buy that week and they have children i mean it's just it's just been an absolute nightmare so we so we established this fund and we've actually been we've gotten some really great generous people to donate um they're both their time and actual dollars um and so we've raised a good amount of money but it's still not enough um every dollar counts um and so you know, we are just doing everything we can um, to, to raise money. And so outside of the box, I've been, I've been just before you even reached out to me, I've been just trying to do things outside of the chef world. You know, I have a heavy metal record label with Metal Blade Records. Yeah. Um, I work with Jägermeister. Uh, Jägermeister just made a huge generous donation, which I can't thank them enough for. Um, but yeah, so, but we want to make it fun too. You know, we, we, we don't, we, you know, it's, it's, there's no fun in just saying to people, you know, we need money, Give me, give, me, give me money, give me money, give me money. So we try to make it fun. So for instance, I'm on Cameo, uh, dot com and um, if you if you know if anyone out there is listening will, re- will you know wants to refer me please do because um, i'll be shooting cameos until this pandemic is over and all my employees are back to work um and you know I'm, i've been doing a bunch of them i've been doing dozens a week uh, wishing people happy anniversary, happy birthday, giving them cooking yeah. tips, telling them bad bad dad jokes. Um, but all the <laughs> money that I'm raising is going to the fund. Um, uh, so so you know even if and even if the people listening today or 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 I've been saying this uh, you know sort of in every every time I'm on camera talking to somebody about this you know if you if you can donate even a dollar that would be great because a dollar counts. But even if you can't do that, we totally understand. That it's a tough. It's a tough time for everybody. But if you can get the word out that I'm on cameo and that that money will go to the relief fund, totally. like that would be so it, And then what we're doing, which I'm going to let you explain, is fun too, because we're going, to, we're going to try and raise money, but we're going to try and raise money by giving away some really cool shit. Yeah, oh, can I say I can say shit yeah, on this thing? Yeah, of course thing, right? you can. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I I curse like a sailor on this thing. It, it's, th- that's the what Food this network, show I forget is.
1: Sometimes, I can yeah, say I know. I can
0: say. <laughs> I'm sure you've been on a network TV. You gotta you gotta be able to hold your yeah. tongue sometimes. <laughs> Not here, buddy. Let <laughs> it fly. That's why we have drinks. It's a very mellow show. That's what I. I've been on the other side of interviews for quite a few years myself. So I. I try and make it easier on people
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: but yeah so that let's get back to it the uh, the Tau Group Tau Cares COVID-19 Employee Relief Fund if you look right down here under the description you will see two different links one of them is just a straight TaoGroup.com slash tau Cares you can head there and make any amount of a donation dollar amount and that would be greatly appreciated but if you wanna bid on these really cool items, we have an auction set up, an online auction. You can get there from this is slash auction. That's right down here in the links under this description. And we got some really cool items. Um, I have personally donated a bass that I played on the last tour on the, the stage record, the cycle that we did. So it was, it was on stage with me the entire cycle, two years. I signed it the other day. We have it ready to go out. The auction is open until June 7th. So you got plenty of time to get some, to get some things in order um, and decide what you want. Because there's also a couple other good, good items. But uh, Chris has coming out. He, he's got his pawn shop at one of the restaurants in uh, LA. And there's a bunch of guitars on there. We're going to pull one down, sign one, and give it to someone who, who bids, it, uh, bids on it. Um, there's another couple great items. We have a dinner with the t- two of us, actually, Chris and myself. Yep. Um, and four lucky guests. Um, You could, the the starting bid, I believe, was like $500 for that one, I believe. Um, Yeah. So those are some of the bigger ticket items for sure, but then uh, Jägermeister, as you said, um, also put together some little packages too that are a little bit more uh, uh, lower ticketed items, I guess, but still really cool items that that, that, uh, Jägermeister was nice enough to send out. And so you know, 100% of the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds are going towards this COVID-19 Employee Relief Fund from Style Cares. So it is going to a good cause. Make sure if you have the means, you know, please, please donate. If you, you know, as Chris said, it's all hard time. So even a dollar or as he said, just tell other people about it, that we're trying to raise money for these great people. Um, Chris actually divulged to me that he's had to pay for a couple of funerals already through mm-hmm. this, which is just yeah. downright terrible, as you can imagine. Um, so we're trying to help out the families and the people that, uh, in, that work at, at Tao Group Hospitality. Um, and obviously, we hope that they could get back sooner than later. Um, I do have a surprise for you, Chris. Um, you mentioned it. Uh, we're, I have a few friends from Sweet Drop, CBD Oil, Siba Creek, um that's a that's a farm out in oregon and uh atrium uh, here in topanga la uh the three of them have combined to get the ball rolling for us and starting with a three thousand dollar uh donation between the three of them
1: oh my god um, are you kidding me yeah
0: so we got oh we're my gonna gosh. get the ball rolling with that the, thank that, you so much Yeah, sweet drop Seba creek atrium topanga thank you guys so much it's a thousand from each of them totaling for three thousand dollars just to get the ball rolling for us so thank you guys so much for that.
1: Oh my gosh, I can't. I um, thank you so much. So so generous, so unexpected. Um, it really. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a sensitive guy, but this stuff really tugs at my heartstrings because it's you know it's breaking my heart to see my family hurting and you know you have no idea what that just did. Three thousand dollars is going to make such a difference in so many, not just one person, but so many of my employees' um, lives. And so, you know it's going to put food on their table, literally yeah um so i can't thank you enough um, yeah, of course. wow thank you yeah thank and, you thank you thank you and for
0: everyone watching too yeah make sure you you're looking at the at these descriptions follow these links you, there's some really cool items to auction off we also uh chris we're gonna have we're gonna be joined by some uh other celebrities that are gonna be on the we show are to help, yeah. help out why so, don't you tell me yeah. who, who's gonna be next we got you you're the one that brought on uh, Thursday's guest that's going to come on with us. Yeah. So, why don't you tell us about so, that?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'll, only, I'll only speak to Thursday, but just so everyone knows, we are we, you're actually stuck with me for the next four drinks with Johnny's counting tonight. <laughs> yeah. um, tonight I'm on Thursday. Um, I'll be on next week on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, this Thursday we will be joined by none other than Jamie Josta. That's right. um, uh, Josta and Hatebreed fame, a uh, good, good friend of mine who I actually originally met. Um, uh, In 2013, on the uh, Mayhem Festival Mm -hmm. tour that was sponsored by Jägermeister, and so um, I would not have met him were it not for Jägermeister. Um, Jamie's a great guy, he's become a really, really good friend. Um, When when Johnny um, and I were talking about guests, um, I just threw a couple of names up in the air and immediately we were like, Ah, Josta, let's get Josta. Yeah, let's get Josta. Um, and just like I knew, uh, I, I, just like I knew he would, when I called him, he uh, he was like 100. I'm there. And not only that, but um, he's also going to be donating a collection uh, to, that you can um, um, bid on on this auction. Uh, just to just to let me go for one second, as yeah. as um, as Johnny said, there are, there are all different kinds of things that you can win uh, uh, bid on uh, for the Agrimeister stuff. It, it's it's as simple as you know. A denim jacket and a graffiti jacket. Really, really sweet, though. Really sweet looking. But also, there's these Rich Franklin custom sneakers that are, like, amazing, that are very hard to get your hands on, that'll be auctioned off. Um, there'll be a bunch of my stuff, so I have an award-winning barbecue sauce, I have a, a hot sauce, I have cookbooks. Um, so there'll be that stuff. There'll be a bunch of my restaurant stuff. Um, but also, uh, Jamie is gonna put together... Um, uh he's he has put together a package uh that you can bid on he just hasn't told me what it is yet <laughs> but uh but but it'll be up on. by
0: thursday it'll be up on it'll the be, auction yeah, site by thursday. so you so everyone's gonna want to keep tuning back into the live auction that and you can find that right here this is chris dot com slash auction uh keep tuning back be, in there's gonna be new phones. stuff
1: what's up I'm working the phones, fo- I'm working the phones, so like you know <laughs> anyone that that goes to the, the this is slash auction just keep checking back it because you know I'm, I'm working the phones and so packages theoretically are gonna be added not just when we're on air or the next day but over the weekend maybe you yeah. know what I mean so and
0: that auction is gonna go all the way through to June 7th uh, I believe at 7 p.m. Pacific time we're gonna close that auction and and yep. get in touch with all the winners um, it's going to be great man I, I i couldn't be happier to be working with you on this um as i said we wanted to do something from drinks with johnny point of view to help out somebody and your your name came up right at the top of the list um and we saw that you had the tau cares covid 19 employee relief fund already in and we just riffed out what we can do to help you know and that was yeah. uh, that's how this whole thing started uh which super organic but it also brings me to another thing. We actually knew each other from many moons back, actually. Uh, yeah. When we were on the phone, i forgot um, Yeah, that we were in uh, Manhattan at one of your restaurants. Uh, I think it was on when we were. We go to New York every album to mix with Andy Wallace, and that was probably our first time in New York mixing with Andy Wallace. And so, it was City of Evil, I believe, is the album that just come, that was that yeah. we were working on. And then uh, we met. We. Yep. I think it was our uh, Peter Lubin, our, uh, our, our merch company uh, CEO at the time, uh, took us out to, to your restaurant and he came out and said you were a fan and everything. And we we're like, oh shit, this is amazing. So, yeah, yeah, what do yeah. you remember about that night? Not much. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have had a couple of drinks. I don't know. Um. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I'm gonna take my left ear, but uh, can you still hear me okay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it keeps, it keeps threatening to fall out and it's driving <laughs> me nuts. Okay, um, yeah, no, I, that was the Stanton Social, uh, a restaurant that I had for 15 years on the Lower East Side in New York City. We actually closed uh, this past year because we, we lost our lease um, and as things go, you know, in New York, uh, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to renew the lease economically, but it was kind of an iconic restaurant um, and when you guys came in. Um, we, you know, I am a huge, you know, I'm, I'm a lifelong uh, Metalhead, which is, uh, you know, another reason why we're friends and why I'm on the show, um, and uh, I, you guys came in, I was super excited, my staff, you know, I tend to hire a bunch of Metalheads in the kitchen, we boss metal while we're cooking, and so we were really excited that you were there, and, um, but, you know, I try not to be too intrusive, Ever, whenever anybody comes in, um, I'm definitely not a hover. I'll come out and say hello, and then to go back and do my job, kind of a thing. But uh, if I recall right, you guys definitely you guys were having me come out and talk and whatnot, and then I invited you upstairs for after dinner for, for and after dinner drink. One <laughs> after dinner drink, and then uh, next it thing always ends up being just one. <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know I think my bartender was like, um, can we go home at any point this morning? <laughs> yeah, so that's that pretty a good much time what I remember sure. about it too. Yeah, yeah, it was a good it was a good time for sure. Yeah. Um But, but yeah. yeah, so and that, that
0: brings us up to like another uh, friend I realized are you fr- you're friends with Brad Williams too. He's a fan of he's a oh, friend yeah. of the show. He was on the show with uh, Adam Ray when they when they were still doing About Last Night together. Now Adam Ray is just doing it on his own, right? Um but yeah, did you see Brad Williams on AEW when he did the the, the little bit of the bubbly thing with Chris Jericho? Uh,
1: no, but I know Chris also, but I didn't see that. No,
0: oh, dude, it was hilarious. <laughs> they all did like oh, this yeah. virtual fight thing. Uh, you got to go back and check it out. But yeah,
1: <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I miss that. Yeah, no, Brad's a really good a good friend. So my wife is um is awesome, and so well, she's my we're not married yet. We're getting married this summer, but oh, um, but I call her my wife because. Thank you. It's hard for me to wrap my head around the, the word Beyonce. I don't know, I struggle with it. <laughs> it, does, um, it doesn't
0: feel right off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: weird. Um, so I call her my wife and she really is. For you know, We live together and we bought a house here in LA. But um, but she, uh, Brad Williams is what, like my favorite comedian or or you know, uh, yeah, my favorite comedian let's say. Okay. Um, and uh, she surprised me with tickets um, to see him in Philadelphia. I, I also have a place in New York City so it was like a weekend, sort of for my birthday she bought a weekend trip so I was super excited. We went and we saw Brad, and then he did a little meet and greet after the show. And when I when, he, when it came to be me, I looked down to tell him how huge a fan I was and how great his set was. And before I could say anything, he just looked up at me and was like, "Holy shit, you're that guy from Chopped. I fucking love you, man!" And like hugged <laughs> me. <laughs> and like That's it was instant great. friendship. And uh, now him and him and his wife Jasmine and 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 Natalie and myself, we've. We've become like super, super tight, and we had well before the before all this happened. We were we were we going out on dinner dates all the time, and yeah. they they actually just had a baby.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah,
1: Elway. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I don't that's really commitment. love the
0: I, uh, the name's very cute, but being a Raiders fan and, and him being a Broncos yeah, player, I'm I mean, kinda I, like, you uh, know what? So
1: yeah, so he named his he named his 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 child after Elway. That's all I have to say is that's commitment. <laughs> it truly is <laughs> I'm an, I'm an, i mean i mean i respect it but you know I'm, I'm a new england patriots fan i'm not oh, calling no. my kid brady you know what oh, i mean no. hey listen
0: i'm from new england what do you want from my
1: life i grew up there <laughs> all right so you there.
0: actually have the excuse you're not like one of these other people living in southern california telling me they're patriots fans yeah no no no, no. no i grew up
1: i grew up in new england i went to uh, new england patriots uh, uh i guess a preseason camp when i was about six years old and I was hooked. I'm not really much of a Boston sports fan beyond that. Um, living in New York for 27 years. I became a Knicks fan. And um, unfortunately, uh, but yeah, well, yeah, well, that's another story. But um, they're on the rebound. They're coming back. Okay. Um, but uh, now I live in, now I live in Los Angeles. I, I, I was bi-coastal for the last couple of years. And, but now I live primarily here and it's only been about six weeks. And uh, it's interesting, uh, but I, but it's also weird because I moved somewhere completely new after 27 years, but I can't go anywhere.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, a, that, I mean, thats that's the root awakening right there but you'll you'll get to love I know you have you've spent a lot of time in la but living in la will be yeah. different for you I think and it, it, it yeah, it's to a, love it,
1: it it's just beautiful the weather's amazing um you know it's a it's uh I think it'll be just good for me in general. Um, my wife's very active; she hikes all the time. Um, I'm, I'm, I like to box, and, and I and I and I, I work out when I'm motivated. But the problem is, in New York, I wasn't motivated enough. But I think being out here and getting out in this beautiful Southern California weather is is a really is going to be yeah. A really we'll good just thing.
0: walk around the beaches and see all the beautiful people that working out all the time, and that's that's it's an inspiration <laughs> enough, right? Right. right, right. <laughs> you, you did mention boxing, though. That's something that we're both into. Uh, I actually had Virgil Ortiz Jr. on the show. Oh, yeah. Weeks ago, uh, he's a yeah. big Avenged fan, and we, we got connected somehow. And uh, he's just a great kid, fifteen and zero in, in the. Yeah, no, I the know, level. I know
1: exactly who he is. I'm actually um, besides food, um, metal, and boxing are my two biggest passions, and I'm I'm totally a hundred percent hardcore of both. So um, you know, I, I kind of have this uh, crazy encyclopedic no- knowledge of boxing, um, and I've been I've been training for almost thirty years. I actually started tra- I start training with Freddie Roach. Oh. Uh, it, it, as soon as his gym opens, I did one session with him before the before, before the pandemic. But uh, that's no that's not right backyard of course. Um, and then going to be in a celebrity and boxing match sometime. Then is that is that what we have to look forward to? I don't, you know what? If, a, if it'll raise money for my relief fund, I will do it. <laughs> even, though, know. even though I'm fifty and I'm like a broken down old man, I will do
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you still do pretty good. I I do like a little bit of kickboxing at a gym. I don't spar. I do I I do handbags and everything like that, but I don't spar. I don't yeah. want to. I, mean, I don't wanna mess with I, this prettiness, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, you can't, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um in my uh in my in my youth when I moved to New York City, I I, uh, I was sparring in the gym all the time. I actually sparred some pretty pretty well known fighters but back in the day, like uh like the late Arturo Gatti I shared the ring with and Oh wow. Um and uh and but you know, but I'm almost fifty now, so sparring sparring's pretty much over. But but I but I would, you know, if there was if there was an opportunity to go uh, to, to uh, celebrity thing uh you know for a charity i would you want to be you want to fight actually How
0: you? <laughs> me oh <laughs> yeah. man i just told you i don't like the sparring aspect of boxing i like
1: everything else Yeah, but i'm, <laughs> but I'm 50 and 20 pounds overweight come on man that it makes
0: it even <laughs> i'll just run around the ring then on a ski so uh you mentioned you know almost 50 but there's another guy who's over 50 might be coming back into the ring I mike know. tyson what do you what are your thoughts on that
1: well, it's funny. I look. I, I showed. I showed Natalie, my wife, a picture of him from a few years ago when he was really had let himself go, and a picture of him now when he's ripped. And I just showed it to her. we were sitting side by side on the couch, and I just looked at her and I said, "I really got to get my shit together." <laughs> if this guy can do it, <laughs> the truth. Of, the truth of the matter is, is that so I started training in the in 1990, and I trained up until 2010, so 20 straight years. I was at Gleason's Gym in New York City. Which is a favorite, uh, famous gym that, that uh, Muhammad Ali worked out of, out of and sort of t- sort Tyson, and I oh, and I was always under 200 pounds. And then in 2010, I was sparring and I broke my ribs, or two ribs. And uh, we were getting ready to open up a, a restaurant in, in, in New York. And my partner said, "You got to get out of the boxing ring. Like, what are you doing? Like, we're opening a restaurant." So I said, "You know what? I'll take I'll take a little time off," um, and I took off eight or almost nine years. Um, what I thought was going to be a little break ended up being almost eight or nine years, and that mm-hmm. went from. In 2010 i was about 180 pounds and in 2000 like the tail end of 2018 when i went back to the gym i was 250. i gained 70 pounds in Whoa. eight years and it sounds like a but, lot and it is a but, lot but it's, it lost, was
0: gradual when you say it, it's like it's about over. yeah
1: it's it's eight or nine pounds a year it's less than a pound a month you know what i mean yeah. but, I, but but I, but so i i've lost about 30 pounds being back in the boxing um i mean i'm still i'm still got a lot of work to do but uh, when I look at pictures of me when uh, when I was at my all time high, shall we say? Oh my God, jeez, where are my friends? Somebody somebody should have done an intervention. Like I don't know. <laughs> they were just too busy enjoying all your all your delicious
0: food you were cooking them. Yeah. So, you well, know.
1: it's t- you know it's, it's tough. I always wonder what I would weigh if I was an accountant as opposed to a chef. But <laughs> probably be a little you know? different. <laughs> yeah, you so know, It's you funny say- because say i was just gonna say i i was just gonna say you know i I've, I've had this amazing career as a chef and very lucky i've been on the show chopped on food network for 11 years i'm a partner in all these restaurants um and i'm so proud of my career and, and but but i'm also here because of my family that we're that we're here supporting but but it's interesting you know i i'm i'm a sort of uh, a rarity or in the minority of in chefs more that it's not so much that i love to cook i do love to cook um, but it's more that I just have a passion for food. I just okay. have a passion for food. Um, I traveled Europe extensively when I was in my early 20s and I just fell in love. I was able, and I've done a lot of world traveling, um, and I'm so enthralled with the different cuisines where, you know, whether you're in Southeast Asia or South America or oh, Mexico yeah. or, or the South of France. I'm more, it's really more like the love of food than the love of cooking, if that makes any sense. Um, but that love of food. Where,
0: what, what, uh, uh, what culinary region would you say is your favorite?
1: Ooh. Um, it's interesting because I would say southeast Asia, even though that's probably my my um, my the, the the cuisine that I'm least knowledgeable of um, my wheelhouse of cooking has always been sort of um, like span you know, like Sp- uh, Spanish from Spain Mexican South American sort of the Latin inspired food has been always been my thing or what you would consider American food or new American food yeah. um, but in terms of travel southeast Asia is unbelievable the food is just Amazing.
0: I could agree with you there. We've done yeah. some tours out there and had a lot of fun eating. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was one of the, I think it was in Indonesia, a couple of the guys went and had, uh, drank King Cobra blood at one of the places oh, in Indonesia. Nice. Have you? Did you ever get get around to doing that?
1: I didn't do that, but in, in Cambodia, so I'm, um, you know, I'll fight the biggest guy in the bar, but I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of spiders like you can't believe. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I literally like, I'll fight anybody in a bar, but if there's a little spider in the house, I, I call my wife, I'm like, Natalie, the spider's <laughs> open! Um, so and in, Cambo- well? yeah, and in, in Cambodia, I came across as a street food, they have deep fried tarantulas. And oh, yeah. uh, that was horrifying. I couldn't get away from, I couldn't get away from that stand. You didn't even try it? You gotta
0: try it, yeah. you gotta Far face your fears. No
1: no way absolutely not not and then it's funny because the um so I'd be like I said I've been doing this show chopped on Food Network for 11 years and they they are aware of my arachnophobia and so they have messed with me um, yes. they have messed with me in in, in, uh, in, in, in many ways they have we, we get the is that, ingredients, is that like around uh, the
0: Halloween editions obviously I, I've, I've, yeah. I've watched quite a few chopped uh, uh, yeah. my wife turned me on to it but I've, I saw you and yeah. like when we were originally talking I was like
1: I think I know that
0: guy and then yeah, I, yeah. And then, uh, yeah so uh, so
1: as a judge we get the ingredients the night before so we yeah. can review them and also we are allowed to come in with comments the next day if we think that something isn't gonna work like for instance there was a basket where they had for 20 minutes in the appetizer round they had eel and artichokes and and preparing eel skinning an eel or or just preparing an artichoke just either one of those is makes it already challenging enough for a 20 minute round yeah. so you know we have the latitude to be able to say to the producers like hey you need to switch one of these ingredients out. So of course for one of the Halloween episodes they sent me the ingredients for the next day and they said there were gonna be tarantulas in the basket. <laughs> um, and then there was another time where they actually rigged a plastic spider from the ceiling and they told, they even told the competitors that would, they told everybody, everyone was in on the joke, probably 60 people on set but me. And I'm sitting there like getting ready to eat somebody's dish and all of a sudden the spider comes down in front of me. And some, <laughs> somebody's got video of it somewhere. Oh, I'm mean, sure it
0: gonna be too hard I to find. Mean,
1: it's pretty <laughs> historical, it's pretty historical.
0: That's awesome. So I actually, that, that brought me up to another thing um, I heard um, related to Chopped, I wanted to ask, you have an allergy to shellfish, right? I do. I do. So, what do what, do they just make sure that there's no shellfish on any of the things that are coming through chopped or uh, yeah? Okay.
1: Yeah. So we'll never yeah. see um,
0: shellfish on when you're judging, right?
1: No, and uh, it's again, it's one of those things where it's um, you know I, if if it's there and I show up and it's my and, and it's my shifts, so I'll say, um, guys, remember I can't eat lobster, and then all of a sudden. Yes. Uh, luckily, luckily, we shoot where there's tons of really great uh, food markets uh, all around, uh, both in the supermarket form, but also like just like farmers markets in that, that nature. Where is that? What city is that? Uh, like? It's shot. Tra- it's shot in New York City. Okay. We were in Chelsea. We moved uptown uh, near uh, uh, Central Park now, um, but there's farmers markets and just great markets. So, yeah. um, if if I have that issue, they're able to swap it out swap with it something out real really quick. cool. You know what I mean? Um, it's uh, it's it's challenging. It's challenging as a chef, but um, but but you know, my team, my team, my team, uh, you know, it's not like so. It's it's weird, right? Too because I have three siblings, and I have two older brothers, and their favorite thing in the world to eat is shellfish, like lobsters, clams, oh, all yeah. that stuff. Um, and then my sister is allergic to the point where she has to. Um, basically bring an EpiPen everywhere she goes. And if she ingests any kind of selfish, she can die. Oh, and I'm it. somewhere in the middle. In the middle okay. I'm somewhere in the middle where like, you know, if I ingest a small amount, I'll, st- I get this- these weird patchy rashes like over my hands, or in, hive, my chest little, area. little hives here and there. Yeah, little hives, yeah. But it's not like rush me to the hospital kind of thing. Gotcha. And I've always, I always, I always found that kind of um, interesting. That you know, that four people from the same gene pool could have four different, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and musically as well, right? I'm like, I'm like a huge metalhead from the from the day I was born. And if you ask my 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 siblings what they think about metal, they wouldn't they wouldn't speak kindly on it.
0: It's just That's funny hilarious. how the whole thing works. <laughs> you know? So they didn't like it when you're when you guys were growing up together and you were blaring it from your room. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all.
1: Not at all. And it's funny. I, it's funny, you know. I have a label which I don't think you even knew about because um, it has been a minute since we talked. But I, but I, um, I, 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 Brian Slagle from Metal Blade, and I launched a label a couple of years ago called Blacklight Media Records, and I uh, think that's really cool stuff. We're gonna send you um, a couple. Oh, I have a live uh, surprise for you as well. Thank you again for that amazing three thousand dollar donation with your with your partners. I really appreciate it. But um, but also Jaegermeister wants to send you like all kinds of stuff. Oh um, but we just we just need your sizes and stuff. Um I'll get and uh um, right and yeah and uh and also we'll be we'll we want to furnish uh, Jamie uh with some stuff and and other guests that we're going to have next week. I'm not sure we're going to if we're going to reveal those guests today or, or on Thursday it's, it's
0: up but to you. We can we, we can reveal them now.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we could but I want <laughs> anyway point, point 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 being is I want to send you uh, a bunch of stuff from my record label as well. For you to, awesome. For, for you I can't to wait you to. Dude, awesome.
0: Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. I can't um, wait to hear are some you,
1: of it uh, let's talk i mean what do we got So six or how
0: long does this go yeah, yeah okay. however long we want it's it's pretty All it's right. pretty laid back we should we, we should we we take do. one more time though remind everybody in the description below is the links to the tau cares 19 employees relief fund that we're here just talking about right now we're going to be talking about it over the next four episodes of drinks with johnny where we're going to have some guests and jamie joss on thursday we got some other amazing guests coming out next week as well as uh, they're going to be donating either their time or some items that uh, are going to be on this is chrissantoscom auction there's a lot of different rare things over there that you probably won't see in a lot of live auctions so you're going to want to go check them out and keep coming back because we're going to be we just started it today but we're going to keep adding things um over the next couple of weeks uh auction will end at 7 p.m. Pacific time on June 7th. So make sure you keep yeah. checking back in. Um, and uh, Chris's team has done a great job of putting together that auction. Uh, made it really easy and user-friendly for you guys, mostly on your phone. It's really easy to do from your phone. So make sure you guys are checking that out. And uh, you were going to say Thank something you. else there, Chris.
1: I, You know, I lost my train of thought, but I think what I was going <laughs> to say was um, that, uh, I don't know, I kind of feel like we should just Let the cat out of the bag and let people get excited about who's coming on in the next couple weeks.
0: All right, so next next Tuesday, a week from today, we are going to be joined by Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm. Um, She's going to be on the show. You have an interesting story with that. you, uh, You had the pleasure of announcing Hailstorm on a festival, right?
1: Yeah, Louder Than Life, uh, 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 Jose from Jose Mang- uh, Mangin, Mangin from uh, Mangin. I can never say it right. Jose from, <laughs> Jose. from Liquid Metal. Jose from
0: Liquid Metal on Sirius uh, XM. We all know each other.
1: <laughs> yes. uh, he's a he's a good friend of mine, and um, and he 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 invited me on stage, and we brought um, Liz uh, Hailstorm onto the stage at Louder Than Life right in front of about 40,000 people. And it was, uh, it was just a cool moment to be in front of 40,000 people. And, and he said, this is my good friend Chris from Chopped. And I expected the worst because sometimes I'm looked at as like the villain on that show. And to see <laughs> 40,000 people kind of go crazy. And like be really enthusiastic, but it was a, it was
0: a rock show. The villain is always going to be celebrated at a rock yes.
1: show. Yes, and they and they were probably really drunk too. So that had, that had something to do with it. But it was great. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, so that was great. And I actually got to to, ha- to hang out with them um, uh, again, courtesy of Jagermeister. Uh, uh, on another time. Um, we all hung out in in New Orleans, I think it was, or Nashville, New Orleans, um, and had just had a great time with them. Um, You have a closer relationship with with Lizzie and the band than I do, but I've I've had the pleasure of hanging out with them, and and she is so sweet, and I'm so excited to do that. And then next Thursday, so we have Jamie Josta this Thursday, we've got Lizzie Hale next Tuesday, and then we wrap this whole uh, campaign up on Thursday the... What's the date? Thursday the 7th? June 4th. uh, Thursday the 4th. Um, with uh, none other than Rob Trujillo of Metallica.
0: Yes. It's really, really exciting. Really, really gr- we're really excited to have all those guests. Uh, Rob, uh, I know from touring with them now, we've been on sure. tours with Metallica. He's a great dude. Um, can't, can't wait to get him on the show and, and, and uh, get his perspective on everything that's been going on in the world. and Concerts, getting back to concerts, all those things. These are yep. all the things that we're going to discuss while we're trying to raise money for the Tal Cares COVID-19 Employee uh, Relief Fund. And that's what we're all here talking about right now. And I'm so glad to be a part of this with Chris. Uh, I you made ask it happen, a, brother. Oh, dude. You made it happen. Thanks, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you, man. Uh, I just want to, I don't know if you could really divulge this or not, but I kind of have to ask, because I'm just curious. When you guys are are doing the chop thing and it's the 20-minute mark, I'm always looking at it from a, a, kind of a producer world where I'm like, those camera angles, everything, was it really 20 minutes? Was it really yeah, 20 no, minutes?
1: Yeah, no, it is. I'll be, I'll be, I, I would I would always tell the truth um, uh, uh, unless I was, unless I lied, but I'm gonna tell the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I always tell the truth unless <laughs> I lie. <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it really is, it really is the time. The time is the time. 20 minutes is 20 minutes, 30 is 30. I've competed on the show as a, as a as, well, I've been a competitor on the show as well, and I can tell you that, that the time is the time. Um, and uh, you know, they don't know what's in the basket beforehand, they don't get extra time. Um, the one thing they do get, um, you know, which, which, we're, which we're allowed to talk about, is just um, you know, they open up the basket and they bring out their ingredients and then um, they put them back in the basket and do it a second time. So they have like okay. three minutes. They have like three minutes to start where they know what the ingredients are. Okay. But, that, but, but I have found that, because that wasn't the way it used to be. It used to be they just had one, they, they didn't know at all. And when I compete, I don't want to know at all, because when you don't know at all, you just, you just act on instinct. But when you get those three minutes to think about it, you I'm start to that. overthink everything. Yeah, I can I I, I it actually. I think it actually, it's not long enough time, it, it's not even close to being a long enough period of time to formulate a plan. It's just long enough of a time to torture you, torment you, and make you completely crazy. <laughs> like so, um, but they do get that like two or three minute window that they, okay. they know. You know, that's and, that's good other, to know because
0: I mean, like, like I said, I was watching them. Like, man, that seems like they could really flub yeah. those twenty minutes if they wanted to. Yeah. And no one would be, no, no one would really know. No,
1: no. Uh, I mean, and listen, you know, we 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 uh, we get tens of thousands of applications. I mean, I don't even know the number. I, I'm making that up. It's probably more. Um, and and we the casting department um, really vets everyone out. So you know, we really obviously try to. Um, listen, if, if, if every show there was one person that was really good at this type of competition and three that weren't, it wouldn't be a very successful show. But we've done a really good job of casting people that are really good at this type of thinking and, and fast thinking and, uh, you know, thinking on their feet and, and being uh, making smart decisions in a short period of time. And I think that's been the endearing part of the show. Um, it, we joke that we're sort of like the Jeopardy of cooking shows because <laughs> we're going on 11 years, which is unheard yeah. of. I think I think this is a relatable formula because everybody, you know, at some point or another, everybody opens up the refrigerator and says, What am I gonna make for, with, for dinner tonight? I've got this and I've got that and I've got this and uh, I'm gonna got throw that. it together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's what's made it endearing. So I think it's actually, that I'm and actually,
0: the, the endearing the other endearing part is, that I that I enjoy is uh the different uh chefs' backstory a little bit and what they're there trying to do. Yeah. A lot of times it's they're trying to open up a restaurant or something like that. So it's a, it it's, it's, has that charity vibe to
1: it as well, you know? Yeah, it makes it hard as a judge though sometimes because you hear their stories, you know. Um, it, is, it, is a, it is an hour long show. Um, by the way, I'm on uh, the new episode that's on at 9 p.m. Eastern. Is uh, nine PM Eastern Pacific is on tonight. It's a new episode. Nine oh, on. Be, it. Um, yeah, shameless Anybody plug. Can go shameless out plug. The, no, no, no.
0: That, that's what plug. we're here for. I'll will plug it for you, so it's not shameless. I know what I'm going to be doing in about ten minutes when we're done with this uh, live show. I'm going to go sit down and watch uh, Chopped with my good yeah. friend Chris Santos. You should too.
1: <laughs> but um, but you know, I, but but the thing is, is like you know, it's hard for us because you know we shoot, but it's about a twelve-hour shoot day. Oh wow! Um, so we get we get yeah, and, and it takes about two months to edit one show down to 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 the hour because there is so much content and there is so much camera work. And so when we are talking to a chef about their dish, you might see us talk to them for a minute, but in reality, in real life, we talk to them for a good ten or maybe even fifteen. Mm, no, let's call it eight to ten minutes. Okay. Um, we talk, and we get and we get into their story as much as we can. We want them to be able to tell their story as much as possible. Bad thing about that is that as a judge, we are only judging what's on the plate. Period. End of story. Yeah. Can't judge a story. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's happened where it's, you know, it's the end of the show and it's down to two people. And one person really needs the money because, you know, they want to buy an engagement ring or or they have a family member who's sick and they need money. And the other person's kind of like a knucklehead that wants to buy a surfboard if they win. But, but the person, <laughs> but, but the one that wants to buy the surfboard had the better food. So we got to give it you to gotta them. You got to give it to the surfer. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what we do. Um, But it it can be hard sometimes. I could, I could imagine that. Have
0: you, have you? I mean, in that you're getting to learn some of these stories. Have you, have you connected with any of these uh, uh, contestants beyond the show? Like,
1: like certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, um, some have come to work for me. Uh, Some, some I've tried to recruit, but have moved to different parts of the uh, the country. Um, I've had, uh, I've had, you know, I've had. Uh, you know, one chef who, who um, you know, I actually flew him to New York for a couple of days and tried to recruit him, but, you know, he just wanted to stay close to his family, where he was from. Um, and I've also, uh, I've started friendships um, with a bunch of them. Uh, some of them who it started as where they wanted to kind of, you know, use me as a resource for um, questions or answers or, you know, wanted my guidance. But we've gone far past that now and now we're just friends. Um, it's been really, it's been a really cool experience. I mean, the show is great. The, the, one of the most unusual things about that show is that the entire kit, the, the, almost the entire staff, and I'm talking camera, uh, producers, directors, Lighty. assistant directors, culinary—they've <laughs> all been there from the beginning. That's
0: rad. That's rare. That that, that of.
1: Yeah, no, it's unheard of actually. actually. That's really so, cool. So that's really like a family. Yeah, I'm, I've been really lucky to to align myself. Um, both with uh, Tower Group Hospitality and with the Food Network family, that we really it really is a family kind of environment. So yeah, cool.
0: that's rad. I mean, that's that's what you want. Like we got a family environment in our van in, in our yep. band too. And it yep. goes back because we've known each other before we were in a band
1: again. Yeah, so I I mean I don't know if we still have time. I I have I have questions for you, man. Yeah, we can we
0: can fire off a couple before we before we just don't want we just don't want anyone to be stuck here when they should be checking out Chopped at six p.m. Pacific. Yes. I 9 think Eastern. it's I think
1: it's. I think it's airing at nine on both coasts, actually. Oh, is it nine still? Yeah, it's yeah. I oh, think so it's we nine got time. We can coasts. run over into six then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, i just. I was just wondering. So, you know, uh, you know, a, a couple, you know, for probably a lot of the fans that are tuning into this right now, that are huge fans of yourself and and Event Sevenfold. Um, this is a, probably a dumb question, but like, I need to know. Like, I, I saw you in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl opening for Metallica, mm-hmm. um, and I remember seeing you way back in the day. You know, in New York City playing you know, I don't remember what, Webster Hall, or I don't know what venue Maybe it was. Hammerstein like or something
0: what, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Hammerstein, yeah. What's it like to go from, from, that, you know, from that cap to opening for Metallica at the Rose Bowl and... Yeah. and, and it's surreal, <laughs>
0: I mean, I could... I I everything that I'm gonna say is gonna sound cliche, but there's reason why these things are said so often to the point that they become cliche. The reality is, it's, it's completely surreal when you actually take a second and look at what it is at face value but I don't look at it that way. I literally, it was such a gradual thing and I enjoyed every minute of playing those clubs and watching the fan base grow, that it was such an evolution that it just kind of felt natural. It didn't feel like, oh fuck, now we're in front of 100,000 people at a time. Right. And it's, right. uh, you know, it's great that those times happen, but like, you actually have to have a little bit of self-reflection to be honest, to, to even notice that there's surreal times because um, like i said i just go through and next thing i know we're doing this and it's like oh fuck like we're doing pretty good for ourselves because the other thing is <laughs> yeah. they're also us in the band and i i guess i'll only speak for myself i always want to keep propelling forward i always want our projection to be going up not staying stagnant and um so in a way yes i'm super glad with the success that we had but it's never enough like I, we, right, we yeah we, we, we want to be on the, on the projection going up at all times and oh, constantly pushing ourselves
1: to, to make that happen. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then I guess the other question I had for you was just um, when this whole pandemic went down, um, where were you guys at um, in terms of, were you planning on touring this, this year? Or were you, were, you, were you sitting out this year and working on new material? What was your plan? I, I We've been working on recall. new
0: material since we got off the road pretty much um, mm-hmm. at the end of 2018. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, we've been working on new material. Uh, Obviously with the pandemic hitting, it changed some things um, for our projections, but I can't divulge too much of it because it would be really irresponsible at this point. Sure, of course. because there's a lot of moving parts. Obviously with the pandemic, when do you start going back to normal? When do concerts start happening again? There's no answer to any of these questions yet. So I would be irresponsible if I just, like, throughout a date or something like that. And yeah, yeah, that yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. But yeah, no, we've been we've been actively working at even some on new material for a long time now and uh, it's
1: Are you able to work remotely during this pandemic or are you guys? During the pandemic, it?
0: yeah, we we each have our own like home studios i have been writing from. Um, also the two uh, uh, two of us are actually family. Uh, Brian and Matt uh, married twins, so they're actually mm-hmm. family, so they've been Kind of quarantining together too, so that's been a little oh, bit easier. Cool. But yeah, I have a right. home studio that I write in. We send stuff through Dropbox and everything like that, and we've been wor- we've been working uh, pretty hard on it. Um, and yeah, it's been there's nothing else really to do in the quarantine to be honest, than play music. I know, so, I know. So it's play music and do this show for me right now, and that's pretty much <laughs> taken up my whole time. <laughs> that's
1: great. That's great. That's good to hear, man. I'm I'm excited to hear new stuff, and I'm excited now that I'm now that I'm now that I'm. I mean, it's weird to say. I mean, because it's, it's only been six or seven weeks, but now that I live on the West Coast, I'm very much looking forward to uh, this all getting back to normal so that uh, I can come check out your place, you can come check out my place. We can, I got a studio here as well. I got a studio here as well. Um, you I play. play drums. Do you play? You play yeah, drums. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, play, I play drums. I mean, I'm I'm mediocre, but I but we could still have fun. Okay, um, I do. jam. I jam with you. But I've got jam. amps. I got a, I got a bass here. You know you even awesome. have to bring a bass. I've I've got I've got amps. You just show up and we'll have some fun. Dude, I'm gonna um, have to send you yeah. one of
0: my one of my signatures, not for the auction, which is open right now, by, <laughs> by the way. Everyone, go to this is slash auction and one of my bases is there. Uh, hang With Me and Chris is there. There's a lot of other great items from Jaegermeister and Chris, and there's gonna be much more items to, to come in the next few days to a couple of weeks. Um, you're gonna want it, like, if you have the means, please go bid on one of these things that, that, you, that you think you would enjoy. If you don't, you could go to the slash Cares, and that is just a dollar amount that you could put in. Even a dollar would, would, would mean a lot to us. Um, as we're trying to help out the families uh, that work for the towel, uh cares, or, or, sorry, the Group Hospitality. Um, so yep. if you have the means, please help us out in helping those who need it um, at the, in these crazy times. Um, a last thing before, I mean, we're gonna we, we have you for the next few episodes. I'm gonna we're gonna get yep. more into a deep dive with you later. But I do want to ask. You mentioned that you did a lot of traveling in your early 20s uh, abroad. Um, did you go to a culinary school I didn't I didn't I wasn't yeah sure
1: yeah about this yeah so I I, I went to a culinary school um, called Johnson & Wales University uh, it's in Rhode Island it's one of the largest culinary schools or this, I guess the second largest culinary school in in the United States um, and um, actually I just uh, two couple of years ago I, I was I was I returned as uh, what they call a distinguished visiting chef which they choose one chef every year that's an alma mater to come back and do kind of like uh, Demos and, cool. and speak at commencement. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You get a scholarship uh, named in your name and stuff. That's um, bad. You know There's a Chris Santos cons-
0: scholarship out there, huh? Yeah, That's well,
1: con- considering I entered culinary school as uh, still, I was still 17 and kind of a metalhead. and. All I wanted to do was be a rock star, but my mom made me go to culinary school. From to go from that <laughs> to being coming back as the distinguished visiting chef 30 years later, That's it's pretty rad. crazy. <laughs> but it oh, but did you find yourself? School. You said you're
0: a drummer too. Did you find yourself in the kitchen drumming, drumming away on stuff? Like, like...
1: sometimes, yeah. I mean, we you know we use we use uh, we don't we don't listen to music when we're open for service because when 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 we're when we're when we're actually you know cooking for guests. We're 100 of our focus is on that. But but there's a lot of hours before before that happens that goes into to producing the food and, um, and and I you know we typically use uh, metal uh, in our kitchen to motivate the staff and so it's kind of funny because we'll go through you know we'll start the day nice and light with you know maybe even you know some docking or some hair metal and then you know we'll just kind of get groovy and do some stoner rock in the middle of the day but then as we get closer to opening especially if we're behind schedule we start listening to thrash metal or slayer or Revenge sevenfold yeah it's really been the it's really been the soundtrack of my kitchens for you know 30 years so for 20 25 years, so it's pretty cool. That's rad, man.
0: All right, so mm. I think we're gonna put a bow on this episode for today. We got we got some good. rad guests. If you're just tuning in, on Thursday we're gonna have Jamie Josta. Jamie on Josta. Next Tuesday, a week from today, we're gonna have Lizzie Hale, and then we're gonna wrap it all up on next Thursday, June 4th, with Robert Schiele of Metallica. I don't know, why do you even have to say of Metallica now? Oh, you say Robert G. Hale, yeah Yeah,
1: now. right, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're they're all gonna join us and and help for this Tau Cares COVID-19 uh, Employee Relief Fund. They're all helping out. We're all excited to do this for Chris and his work family. And it's gonna be great. There's great things at the auction. This is chrissantos.com. It's right down there slash auction. A link that'll take you straight over there. Um, and again, if you just have a dollar or something small, you can, you can just donate a little bit at TauGroup.com slash tau Cares. Uh, and if, and as times are tough, and if none of those are some things, just if you could just spread the word um, that this relief fund is out there and is a good place for everyone to uh, help out. And hopefully we get Tao back up um, sooner than later and we can yep. we could get into those restaurants and enjoy some delicious Chris Santos food, man.
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right, thank you so much, <laughs> man. And thank you again for the generous donation. Thanks everyone out there for listening. Come back on Thursday. We're gonna have a lot of fun with Jamie. And uh, this is awesome, Johnny. I can't
0: yeah. I can't thank you enough. Oh, thanks, man. I'm, I'm going to have fun over these next few episodes, man.
1: All right, cool, man. <laughs> right. Good to see you. Good to see you, too.
0: All right, everybody, that was it for this episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, as we said, Thursday, we're going to be back here at 4 p.m. with Chris and Jamie Josta. Uh, I'm really excited to hang with Jamie. It's been a minute. Uh, we've done some tours together back in the day with Hate and we were on Headbanger's Ball when he was uh, the host. So it's going to be great to see him again. And I'll just plug it one last time. This is ChrisSantos.com, right below here, slash auction, is where you're going to want to go to find all these rad items that we're auctioning off. So if you have the means and it's something that you would be into, there's bases, there's hangs, there's rare merch, there's meet and greets, there's everything there and we're going to be constantly uploading new items every day so you're going to want to keep going back and checking that out. Um, I guess that's pretty much it for today, we'll see you guys Thursday, Thirsty Thursday 4pm and uh, I guess that's it, oh make sure you subscribe right here too, so you don't miss anything. YouTube, hit the subscription button, notifications bell so you don't miss it when we go live, you'll be like, oh I forgot it was at 4. Well, now you don't have that excuse. Hit the subscribe button, notification. Totally free. You're already here. Um, and we'll see you next time. And as always, cheers. Well, that'll just about do it for this episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. And thank you so much to those who have been able to donate or tell someone to donate. Uh, this is a great cause. Thank you guys so much for everyone that has been able to. And uh, if. You know, if you haven't yet, go to this is com auction, and you'll see all the fun items that we just talked about in the episode, as well as some new ones from uh, Thursday. We got some ones up from Jamie Josta. He put in <laughs> some really funny ones. If you haven't uh, already seen them, uh, go over to the Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel and under the live playlist, you could see the episode we did with Jamie Josta um, from Hate Breed. And The Josta Show, great podcast he's got going on over there, and we're going to do each other's podcast uh, after we talked. So yeah, that one, I'll probably, I might release that one Monday for you guys too, uh, for those who just listen to the show and not watch the YouTube channel. Um, If you want to go check out the YouTube channel, though, it's really easy, just go to YouTube and type in Drinks With Johnny. It will pop up right there for you. (laughs) So yeah, uh, also, thank you guys so much, hope everyone is safe and healthy, as I said at the top of the show. And uh, I guess that's it for now. Until next time. Cheers.
1: Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much FE Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11.